by Bob Hames and Alan Here we Brown. go, the smooth sounds of the Entertainment Entertainment Podcast, the entertaining conversation uh, with about entertainment with the entertaining comedians doing an entertaining podcast uh, with Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. That, you're not listening to Frank Sinatra. I know it's shocking. That's, yeah. That's Tony Danza. This is not Frank Sinatra no. live at Radio City in 1953. You know, no, this is not uh, Gaga and Tony Bennett no. in 2010. This is Tony Danza live at Brooklyn College in 2019. <laughs> Before the world turned, uh, and he's doing That's All yeah. live, serenading the crowd, uh, and they all had a great time. Who's the boss? He's a crooner. That's Ooh, who he is. There it is. There's the good, Who's we were waiting for the first who's the boss pun in this topic. Tag, I'm it. I and, went for it. And here we are. We're about a minute and a half in, and I think we, we did it. Yep. Um, we're talking about Tony Danza. He's in the news right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the king of the Upper West Side. The king of the Upper West Side. The king of New York City, Tony <laughs> Danza. Uh, because apparently a few days ago, uh, he was in an altercation on the Upper West Side of Manhattan uh, where he apparently yelled at some woman who was walking a dog uh, to, to get the dog out of her out of his way. Hey, get the dog out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should I just start reading some of this article to, to set us up here? I mean, I guess so. But it's also, this is all allegedly because... This is a lot of he should see, he, he said, she said. Yeah, and the way the Post write, writes about it, because I really think the Post is the only outlet writing about it. Um, because <laughs> yeah. this is right up the Post alley. It's New York centric and it's Tony Danza centric. Yes. And, it's, and it's about a fight. So it's very yeah. right up there. But yeah. the funniest part of the, about the article was when they said, a source close to the situation says, this didn't happen. Like, the, when they yeah. write about, like, who, who, I want to know who is who this is, source. That's, yeah. You know. Because it was, you're right. Because it was like, a, it, it feels like that is a Tony Danza source. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, this is the quote from, from his source. It says, Tony saw a good sized dog coming towards him, and he knows the dogs in New York City have the right of way. He moved over to let the dog pass, and the woman didn't pull back on the leash, and the dog continued towards him. He had to jump over the dog to get out of the way. So that seems to be the source uh, speaking yeah. out for Tony. I think this is all a conspiracy, because I think whoever tipped off the post about this is just someone who cannot stand singing at restaurants. Mm. And they saw Tony Danza singing yeah. at every Italian restaurant, all the steakhouses and bistros on the Upper West Side. Yeah. All summer he was doing it. The Post was reporting on it. And and that woman saw it and was like, I can't stand singing and I'm going to show Tony Danza who's the boss and I'm going to let the Post know that Tony Danza hates dogs. And that's, I think this is all out to get Tony Danza off the stage on the Upper West I, Side. You that's know, my conspiracy theory. Hard to argue that conspiracy <laughs> theory. Uh it, it, so Danza, yeah, Tony Danza, as we said, he's been promoted, performing on the streets. He's mm-hmm. got long hair right now, like long silver hair. Uh, I, I kind of believe both. I believe that this happened, and I'm team Tony. Yeah. I'm team get your dog out of Tony Danza's way. Yeah. Get it out of the way. That, that's what the, the allegedly, he allegedly was plowing through people left and right, getting to wherever he needed to go, and apparently yelled, hey, get that dog out of my way. <laughs> uh well, it's also interesting because now, after this story broke, 
Now they reported, the Post reported, that Tony Danza has fled the Upper West Side. Yes, he's run from this situation. Yes, um, because there's, uh, you know, the islands. Where did he go to? The The Bahamas. Bahamas. Yeah, he went to the Bahamas. On a private plane with other celebrities such as... The Pollock star Marsha Gay Harden, who played Lee Krasner mm. in the Ed Harris vehicle Pollock, the um, you know um, about Jackson Pollock, about Jackson wow. Pollock the painter, and there's like a famous scene where she's like pleading with Jackson Pollock, Ed Harris, because he's like an alcoholic and he won't paint. She's like, I want you to paint, <laughs> just paint. Wow. So he was yeah. on. Danz was on a private plane with that tour can, de force. Can, can I say I think Marsha Gay Harden's kind of stunning. Wow. Okay. I think she looks great. Because I was like, I thought that that was like, so in this article that they posted of Tony Danza goes to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. it's him standing with Marsha Gay Harden. I thought stunning. That, with the stunning Marsha Gay Harden. Because <laughs> I thought that was like his girlfriend. I didn't know okay. who she was. I thought yeah. it was his girl. I was like, oh, good for Tony. She looks, she's a pretty older lady. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, oh, that's Marsha Gay Harden. Yeah, Marsha Gay, hard on for Justin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Marsha Gay, I've got a hard on for Harden. Uh, no, that's a great celebrity crush. She's she's incredible. She looks great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you have a little Marsha Gay Harden thing going oh, on. Stop. Young young Marsha, absolutely. Just when I do that, paint. Yeah. I want you to paint. <laughs> he too. So he's got. So he was there with Marsha Gay Harden, Adrian Brody himself. Wow. Uh, Katie Couric, who got first billing actually in in this article. It was Katie Couric first billing. All due respect, as she should. All due respect. And then there yeah. were some designers and models, I guess. And then they were at the grand opening of a restaurant uh, of Chef Michael White. And a, a restaurant or a stage to Tony Danza. Because he's been singing at restaurants on the Upper West Side. And apparently... He sang. And he sang. Yeah, that's he, what I'm saying. He got up to sing. You're right. You called it there. Because yeah. Tony Danza got up to sing. Katie Couric apparently got up and, and handed him a ukulele. And that led to a standing ovation, she lit according the fire. to a source. Lit the fire. Yeah, lit the fire. Standing ovation for Tony Danza getting a ukulele from Katie Couric. So the people were there. They wanted to hear Tony sing. Yeah. As we all do. We want, one, yeah. I, I think this woman, whoever it was, who tipped off the New York Post, tried to get Tony out of the you know the the singing at restaurant scene of the Upper West Side. He was like, I don't need you. I got Marsha Gay Hard and Katie Couric and a restaurant in Bahamas where I'm going to sing. You know yeah. what I mean? If there if there's a <laughs> yeah. if there's a bistro opening, Danza will be there with sending the clowns. You yeah, know? absolutely. You Don't can't bother there here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really beautiful song here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think this is going to lead to it. This is. I think this is all good for Tony. I think this yeah. is going to lead to like Tony Danza mania, sure. and we are going. He's going to have a big moment over the next few months. That, oh, yeah. That's that's where I think this is all going. He's going to be on Kelly Clarkson's show. He's going to do all the actress uh, entertainer talk shows. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson, Drew Barrymore. Drew, he's going to do Drew and the controversial Drew Barrymore Wild. now. Yeah. <laughs> controversial drew he's gonna get on there yeah uh yeah so like i said before i i believe that this happened and i'm team tony i believe that this woman there's a lot of terrible dog owners in new york city and i believe this was this woman had no control over this dog yeah and tony danza probably yelled get that dog out of my way and i'm with him get your dog out of tony danza's way that's all i could say about this I mean, there's certain people or like, you know, people who have giant apartments that have giant dogs and there's not enough giant sidewalk room for their giant dogs. No. And these people just parade their giant dogs like it's their, you know, like car their to show off. purebred husky. Yeah. Or the worst is the Burmese mountain dogs. You're like, come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People. Yeah. This isn't even fair no, to the dog. No, it's not fair to the dog. You, like, you really snow. went to a breeder to get this 
germy giant Burmese dog, yeah. and now it's just in a city. I can't stand it. I mean, I'm sure the dog gets. I'm sure these people have summer homes and Aspen homes and homes where the dog does get to spend some time in its desired yeah. environment. But yeah. anytime I see a fucking Burmese mountain dog in like Tribeca, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, no, not <laughs> yeah, off. not fair to anyone, yeah. especially Tony Danza. Yeah, as he tries to walk through the Upper West Side and yeah, probably get to a performance. The man is right. hardworking. He's out. Yeah. There. He needs to sing to the people. He's like they want me at Carmine's. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, whether it's outside of Carmine's, <laughs> if it's at Brooklyn College, he's at he's all over the place. You can't yeah. miss Tony Danza, and uh, he's Mister New York. And I look forward to the Tony Danza mania that is on the way. Oh yeah, that's why the lady is a tramp. It's infectious. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, you can't stop. Um, it was scandalous though. It's it's a scandalous New York moment. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad that Danza was like, I got a private plane taking me to the Bahamas with Katie Couric and Marsha Gay Harden. You know, no worries. No worries yeah. for Tony Danza. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's very telling that a source had to speak up for him. I'm like, this did happen because I think there mm. would not even be a source saying Tony knows that dogs have the right away. <laughs> like God. so, like Tony's publicist had to put this. Yeah, try to put the fire out a little bit here, and I think it worked. I'm Team Tony. Yeah, he's coming out on top of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Down with the West Side Lady with the crazy dog. Sorry, you're going to have to go. Sorry, you can't go to your favorite Italian restaurant without hearing Danza, you know, do no, his. yeah. Send in the clowns. <laughs> Sorry. It can't stop. Yeah. Um, the worst that we heard him try to sing, because um, yeah, I guess on Spotify there is a live Tony Danza performing at Brooklyn College, and he does do the Frank Sinatra Very Good Year, and it's just, I, I don't know. What when the, I was 17, yeah, it, it was a very good year. He it, sounds like that it, without yeah. the Ava Gardner angst you know the mm. Sinatra Ava Gardner angst like wow. we know Sinatra's life story and he really that's Sinatra's signature he's really can pour his <laughs> no really he's known for that like putting his he was one of the first to kind of put like emotional and personal you know uh, singing into his mm. into his sorry into his singing he has like emotional gravitas and that's like what as far as like of, a mainstream level yeah. kind of like yeah, yeah he's like kind yeah, of known okay. for that um, yeah. also known for being like racist homophobic and awful you know so, you know but but at the same time what a, what yeah. a performer but what, what a, a performer. voice. Um, what a voice from Frank. So I think there's certain songs that Danza, yeah, I wouldn't touch that one. But it, it, it's interesting to hear. Uh, anyway. Well, I guess if you're doing Danza <laughs> performing at Brooklyn College, you can do whatever you want. You're right. At that point, if yeah. you want to do 17, what a year. Right. You're going to do it. Yeah. And yeah. no one's going to tell you no. Not no. even a woman with a crazy dog. Nope. True. Uh, so, so way to go, Tony. Yep. I think this is good for him. And <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope that this woman learned, learns a lesson. Yeah. Get your dog out of the sidewalk. Get it off the sidewalk. And also, if there's a restaurant, Tony's going to sing at it. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Whether anyone wants him to or not, he's just going to be standing outside of a restaurant. Yeah. He's got a wireless mic. Outdoor dining. Yeah. Yeah. Outdoor (laughs) dining happened. So Tony Danza, like, what what a break covid was for tony danza that all right. these outdoor venues popped up and now he can just wander around yeah. grab a mic and everyone's happy about it gorilla crooning <laughs> yeah, yeah, insane uh so yeah good for tony yeah speaking of scandal speaking of scandalous a little scandalous um, yeah, yeah this is scandalous um larsa pippen and marcus jordan have come because mm. i'm i'm a big housewives fan i took a break from it for like two years because i just i just the format it became too produced for you too produced too much 
much mean fighting between women. Just I couldn't mm. take the fights. It was just getting too mean. And here at Entertainment Entertainment, we don't like fighting women. I, I know. I love it. No, I love a cat fight. I love that's what <laughs> I do. Love the fights, but they just got mean. Like I just needed a break. Yeah, I needed a break. And, but I'm back in. I'm back in. Liberated Kyle Richards. Just really, I couldn't resist, and I'm back in. I'm enjoying Beverly Hills and Miami. Real Housewives of Miami um, premiered right after Beverly Hills, so I was like, just just, just roll with it. I rolled with it, yeah. and, and it was worth it because good for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Larsa Pippen, she is like probably the star, one of the one of the, yeah. I'd she's say. a mainstay on this show, right? She's yes. been on it for forever. Okay. Yeah. So Real Housewives of Miami, it like it's kind of unique in the Housewives franchise where it started in 2011, went for three seasons, and then it was canceled. Wow. But the fans have always been like, bring Miami back, bring Miami back, bring we Miami back. We want to see back. Miami. Oh, that's like the best part. Bienvenido, Miami. It's such we a want beautiful. To see it. yeah. It's such a beautiful city to film. Yeah, it's nice to see the shots of Miami. So they brought Miami back in um 2020 and it's been really popular it's really good and really good cast and it's a whole new larsa because she's changed so much since 2011 when the show started she was still with scotty at that point she was still with scotty she she didn't have the kim k makeover yet um she looks beautiful both ways she looks beautiful both ways but she was you know just different appearance and she was just they were very chill couple like they were that's from what i remember of the original miami is seeing larsa and that was kind of how they're being portrayed they were chill chill very yeah. chill. Like he would just be always kind of like packing a bag, getting ready to leave. That's that's my <laughs> foggy memory of it. Yeah. And, and it was just like there wasn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised the first three seasons of Miami got canceled, but it came back strong. It's very good. That's great. Um, but anytime there's an athlete on Housewives, Justin here gets interested because it's, I like to it's, it's I like to see what crossover. yeah what the retired yeah anytime you get a retired athlete on a reality TV show I'm like that's candy for me yeah I'm, I'm I love it yeah and um, I actually made a list we're getting we're getting to why Larsa and, and and of course we're talking about Larsa and Marcus Jordan we're going to get to it but I made a list of some of the notable um, Housewives professional athletes mixing on on Housewives so we have of course Juan Dixon and Robin Dixon of Potomac Lo- love, yeah love Juan Dixon. Yeah, they're still doing the thing where it's like, are they going to get married? Uh, remarried? Oh, so they're still on it. Yes, they're still, they're still on, on it, it, and they're and still like kind of. A, is he is he coaching? You said he was getting coaching. into coaching. That was yes. a good move for Juan. Yeah, not uh, a broadcaster. No, but but coaching, I, you know, he, he, Juan can play. I bet he can coach. I think he seems like a good coach. So yeah, love Juan and Robin, Monique and Chris Samuels, also from Potomac. Do you know Chris Samuels? He's an oh. NFL football player. He's oh yeah, Chris Samuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were kind of interesting because Monique would always Monique would always just talk about riding him. Like they were very. Wow. There were a couple who talked. Like she just always talked about how much they fought. Open was, about sex. <laughs> yeah. Those two. They were, that was interesting. Um, Kim, of course, Kim and Corey. Oh, Monique. <laughs> yeah. Really, she, literally at one point she was like looking at a chair and she was like, this is the good riding chair. Wow. Like saying, like, I was yeah. like, oh my God, Monique. Jesus. Yeah, she's horny. Uh, anyway. I, I guess I when you're with Chris Samuels. I know. They're not know? on it anymore. I kind of want Monique back. Let's get Monique and Chris yeah, back. Yeah. A really bad fight between her and Candace. It was really bad. And, and Is that kind of why it... I think so. Yeah, I think right. it was just violent. I mean, it wasn't... You know, there was a lot of hair pulling and it was nasty. Oh, it was a physical <laughs> fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. it was physical. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was crazy. Uh, I love Monique, though. I want her back. Anyway, um... Pull hair, don't care. Let's get her back. Um, so Kim and Croy Bierman of Atlanta. Of course. Um, probably the trashiest one, Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds. Wow, most... Jim Edmonds, I forgot. Oh, yeah, my God. God. I forgot Jim Edmonds was on there. One of the most dysfunctionally fascinating couples. Um, yeah. They fell apart because they, they were having threesomes, and Jim fell in love with one of the girls they were having oh, th- my God. threesomes with, who is, he's with now. I think they're still together. Interesting. Yeah. Because, but... you know, and we'll, I'll circle back to that. <clears throat> oh, okay. I'll circle back to that. Very interesting. 
then I'm ties sorry. into Marcus and Loris's podcast. Oh, so, okay, okay, great. Okay, Jenna Keogh and Matt Keogh. That was one of the saddest ones. He was Matt Keogh was um major league baseball player who got hit in the head with a baseball. Oh, and he just yeah, kind of was, yeah. He was like they were like he was like an older guy mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, really pressuring his kids to play baseball. Yeah, really. And the end, the son like. Kind of was good. He but was didn't like really played in it. college, but didn't yeah couldn't really cut it in the pros. Really dark. And, and and he got like so this guy Matt Keogh, he got like hit in the head with a fast. I don't know if it was a pitch or a, or, or a bat, a ball hit by a bat, but whatever it was, it like kind of turned him into yeah, a person. Yeah, I think it was. I think and, it was like a line drive came back and hit. <sighs> it's really brutal. Yeah, and yeah, this family said like it totally changed his yeah. personality. That's so dark. He yeah. just was never the same. Um, okay, so that was dark. Sheree and Bob Whitfield. He was an NFL player. Who, oh, okay. They got back together, and I did not like it. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is just an excuse for me to go through with some couples. No, it's like, I'm, I, yeah, I like hearing this. It. Is one of the best moments of Housewives history, in my opinion. Wow. Was Sharice Jackson, Jordan, and Eddie Jordan. Eddie Jordan wow. was a coach for Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, he was a former player, coach Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. the whole season. I think this was the first season. Wow, I didn't know Eddie Jordan was on Housewives. Oh, I don't like Eddie Jordan. Oh, no. um, I mean, he's oh, no. fine, but um. It was the first season of Potomac, and Sharice, like, he was just never around. Like, she would be calling him, and he would just always be, like, kind of short. Their relationship was falling apart the first season. He was just never there. Like, he just uh, wasn't there. But she, her revenge was, she, I think they, like, were divorcing, and she turned his office into her champagne room. And, like, wow. at the last episode, she just was drinking champagne in his, like, former office. Or it was, like, a family. It was some room that, like, he was associated with, and she well, that, yeah, turned that, it into a champagne room. It was fabulous. fabulous. That's a good move if you've been scorned by her lover <laughs> yes. and, and now they if you you know you're living in the same house that we're it's a it's a, it's a positive move for the house like if I, you're just living in this house and now it's a way to kind of like celebrate the disappearance of him it was very like waiting for exhale in real life like yeah. that classic movie with like whitney houston and mm. all those wonderful black women and yeah it was just i loved it it was sharice drinking champagne in revenge it was beautiful um, and then you were very interested in this couple, um, Sanya Richards Ross and, and Aaron, Aaron Ross, Ross. Yeah, which I didn't really. This was kind of like the, when I was like starting to take a break, like I just needed a break. And um, the only thing I remember about Aaron Ross was he was very stylish. He had great very style. stylish. Yeah, yeah. Did you say he was like kind of quiet on the show? Like he didn't really say a lot. He I was think quiet. Kind of makes sense. Two time Super Bowl champion for the New York Giants. <laughs> Love Aaron Ross. Big yeah. part of two Super Bowl winning teams. So you and, know, got to give it up there. Yeah, and his wife is an athlete. She's like an Olympic. She was like um, a sprinter like a runner right mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah and so she's cool i, I like them they're they seem like a really nice couple but um they, yeah they, i i was just like i need a break from housewives so i, I don't really know them too well okay. but yeah. um that's what i remember um and then of course larsa and scotty let's and of bring course larsa and scotty <laughs> um yes and now larsa and uh so yeah now Mar- larsa is with marcus jordan sounds like yeah it sounded like it was a very uh Rumors were flying mm-hmm. about them for a while. Yeah. They were kind of denying it. Uh, I've read some article from, I think it was People Magazine. Uh, I guess she had gone on what, what ha- mm-hmm. Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And uh, this is before they became official, okay. Marcus and Larsa. Yeah. So he was like, so what, you guys are like friends? And she was like, yeah, well, we're, f- yeah, just friends. And he was like, with benefits? And she was like, we're friends. Ooh, Larsa. And then I think it was like a month later, she posted a picture on Instagram. This is kind of how they became like, official which oh, is crazy okay. to me yeah so larsa <laughs> and uh marcus so she posted a picture on instagram of the two of them standing in front of a like all flower cutout of michael jordan's basketball jersey at like some museum or whatever okay so they're standing in front of michael jordan's mm. it was like michael jordan's 
old Chicago Bulls jersey made entirely out of flowers. I mean, that's kind of cool. Which is a cool, it was yeah. a cool image, but yeah, it's just wild, like, you know, and, and I, I think she said, like, uh, you know, she didn't really know the Jordans. Like, she was yeah. like, I think everyone assumes that, you know, because Michael and Scotty, they were, you know, in the sports world, they are so, like, tied together. Right. Like, Michael and Scotty. Right. Uh, but I guess in real life, she was like, I didn't, I never met, you know, Michael's wife. I never met his kids. Like, yeah. I don't know if I really believe that. Not sure if I believe that. Yeah. But um, I also don't know enough about sports and sports wives. Like, I don't watch basketball wives. I don't really know. So, I really... I mean, the only thing I will say is it does seem that, and this is all sports, there mm-hmm. is, like... A wives section, right. a wives and girlfriend section. So right. I, I mean, I can't. But so, but you know, but yeah, I'll take her word for it. Yeah, because this is so crazy to me. This relationship, Marcus and Marcus, and it's so interesting because I don't really. It's so not crazy to me because I don't know anything I know. about it. It's I was, so funny. I was trying, and it's. I was trying to quantify <laughs> it in, in a way. I was trying to like kind of quantify it in a way. If you're not a sports person, and it's not. It's a little apples to oranges. So, but I feel like this is them dating is kind of like like if Sean Lennon was like in a relationship with Linda McCarthy. Okay. Like, like yeah, you're like yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. You would be like, whoa. Like, and it's not the exact same. Or like, or yeah, or if like Francis Bean was hooking up with Dave Grohl, Ooh, it would be yeah, like, no, yeah, like, it's not like, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, and those are completely different. Not, not the exact same, but just like when you hear it as a sports fan, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just so fascinating because you kept. Like, I always know when you're interested in someone on Housewives, like an athlete, because you'll be like, oh, what about a. Uh, what about Larson Market? Like you were asking me about it, and I was like, "What?" And then, like, you you just seemed so interested, and I was it's like, crazy. "It's fascinating. It's I love crazy. it. I love that you're interested in this relationship." And then when I watched the episode, I totally believed their love. Like I watched them that they're on the first episode of Real Housewives of Miami, and they just seem like a couple who's like into doing like they seem like one of those couples who's like we like to do weird things together that only we like to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they were Larsa was just like yeah it's crazy like we just like to like yeah her, ba- her baby voice is notable yeah and I don't remember <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't remember if she had the full on baby voice in the beginning of Real Housewives. If this is I, a developed I, thing, I should have checked, but yeah, she has a very distinct like baby voice, and she's yeah. just like. Yeah, it's like, I'm just, LaMarcus and I, like, it's just crazy, because we both, like, love to eat, and we just, like, wake up, like, we eat late, and we just, like, wake up, and we just, like, eat together. And then it's just, like, (laughs) it'll just show them, like, because they're rich people, their eating is of them, like, in their living room with their old-timey popcorn machine next to their grand piano, just, like, getting movie theater popcorn in their living room. You know what I mean? They're just, like, two weird rich people found each other. I mean, that that uh, scene paints a picture like they're made for each other. I I kind of believe their love. I listened to one of their... uh, They started a podcast recently, and I listened to an episode this morning. uh, And I same thing. I kind of believe them together. I, like, believe them together. Yeah. Uh, And he doesn't seem young to me. He doesn't seem like a young guy. No, they don't don't seem... Yeah. He seems, like, very mature. He's my... I, I, I feel like I see a lot of Marcus Jordan in myself. Okay. So, so there you go. Okay. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, interesting about the threesomes, because that, okay. that was part of their uh, topic of the episode I listened to, was yeah. just threesomes in general. And her take on it was that you can't... She's like, you can't get in threesomes, because then you're just getting replaced. <laughs> She's just, right. You're just getting replaced. And I was like, I wonder if that... Three, so who the Jim Edmonds thing? Maybe yeah. that played in maybe 
as part of the Housewives universe, she yeah. she saw that, and if that kind of swayed her, yeah, Marcus was very like, yeah, no, no, That's no, good. and she and she was like, yeah, no, you'll get replaced by yeah, you'll get replaced. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, it's good they're on the same page for threesomes. You know, that's important in a relationship. Oh, well, they were, they weren't on the same page <laughs> oh. as far as uh, as far as that goes. Marcus oh. was very like, nah, no one's getting replaced, and then she was like, no, you're getting replaced. Oh, he was like, we can have a threesome; it'll be fine. He was like, I've never had a threesome, and oh. but he was he was like, but I don't think you'd necessarily mean. He was trying to play the more like, hey, everyone's got their own thing that they're into, okay, and okay. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily right. mean think it means you're being uh, replaced. And she was like, well, I think it means you're getting replaced. No, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she was married to Scotty Pippen for like how they were married for like twenty three years. I think they were together for a long time. You don't time. keep a basketball player for twenty three years <laughs> without knowing. Don't bring another be- woman to this bedroom, motherfucker. Like she knows what she's doing. She's smart. I, I, I. I like Larsa. She kind of has Kyle Richards energy where she's the nice, she always presents nice, but she's she, she's a mean girl who'll stir, stir the pot mm. a little bit, which wow. you have to do on those shows. Yeah. But um, I, I like Larsa. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, no, that, I mean, that's really all the notes I kind of had on the podcast. They talked about threesomes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was really kind of yeah. I mean, so their age difference. I don't know if we. They do have like a significant age difference. Sixteen year age. The Sixteen difference. years. She's forty nine. He's like thirty three. Yeah, and everybody's like um, in the in the housewife discourse. Like I listened to a few housewife podcasts, and everybody is saying that she's after his money. Everybody's saying that she's after his. Oh, money. Oh, because Marcus has money. Uh, well, he's yeah yeah, I mean, he's, he's Michael, well, yeah Michael Jordan yeah yeah, yeah. that's his, I mean he's gonna inherit like. I mean, I guess that's what they're saying. I mean, I think Jordan's basically but, a billionaire at this point. So, like, yeah. yeah. he's going to, he, or at least someone who doesn't have to worry about money at all, you know. And mm. But, I mean, but Larsa has her own money. Like, she's makes a lot of I'm money. I'm sure she gets good money from Scotty. She gets good money, but she also, she makes a lot of money on OnlyFans. And she also. They did talk about her OnlyFans for like a second. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that's curbed her, or is, is her relationship, does, is, how does that affect her? Did they talk about that? Like, is he cool with her OnlyFans? He, he seems cool with it. He said he's never been on OnlyFans, never looked at it, never subscribed to it. And then he, like, joked that, like, he's excited. If if Larsa starts doing, like, pole dancing for OnlyFans, he's excited to get, like, the sneak peeks at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marcus seems like a chill, nice guy. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm sure she, do- I'm sure she does make a ton of money. Good she for also her. has her jewelry line, Lisa Marie, which she created wow. to inspire women. And she also poses. She does a lot of like, yeah. Her her jewelry line, Lisa, Lisa Marie, to inspire women. Um, Have you been inspired by Lisa Marie? Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that necklace. I'm going to go out and change the world. Yeah. Um, but I think she uses her OnlyFans to like promote her jewelry. Like she'll take a tit, you know, like a cleavage shot with jewelry. Like I think she does that kind of stuff. Oh wow, it's, it's, real, she's a real businesswoman. Oh yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, like, totally. Yeah. And, and, and what she said, the only like trouble in paradise on the on the. I've only seen one episode with them on it, but they just implied that, like, he sleeps in a lot because he, like, doesn't, you know, the pressure for him to make money is not... You know, he has this kind of safety Marcus, net. So, you know, he'll stay up late and he'll sleep in. And she's just always like, I'm just like in the morning, like, babe, babe, wake up, babe, let's go, babe. I'm just like trying to always make him do things, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, like that's the only kind of like, you know, uh, friction in their relationship that yeah. they've presented so far. Okay. And on the um, podcast, she said that she feels that he, she's the immature one. She's less mature than him. Mm. And he was like, well, I think we both have our moments. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure that's just her being like, she seems very very excited about the relationship and in like a puppy mm. love state a little bit yeah no it feels very um, very honeymoon phase for these two yeah still, for sure yeah and it's I, I don't know enough about him to know yeah I'm like i don't know but i thought they're i think they're cute and 
and it's an interesting relationship on house on, on housewives and it's also a positive relationship on housewives because i feel like everyone's getting divorced on housewives and like everybody's having ca- everyone's getting cancer it's really dark oh, so God. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of nice to just have this kind of strange you know uh, 16 like, year age gap difference yeah, where I mean, it's yeah i kind of love it i feel like Lars is basically acting like a french you know, just like a French man who's just like, oh, you know, it's just, just a number. I did too ever. <laughs> you know, it's so good case candle, like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like she's basically, I, I, I don't see any, I'm kind of like, go Larsa. Good for you, girl. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm happy for them. It, it's just, yeah, I just can't be overstated enough how crazy it is that like the most iconic basketball duo ever. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of their ex-wives and the other's son are now like, in a serious relationship. With a podcast. With a podcast. Yeah. On a reality show. On a reality show together. It's really wild. And I guess the only... It's interesting because I haven't, I haven't read anything like... I haven't heard of Scotty chiming in on his opinion about it. Mm. But I have heard that Michael Jordan... I guess they caught Michael... TMZ caught <laughs> Michael Jordan somewhere. And they asked him, like, are you are you okay with this relationship? And he was like, no. Really? Then, yeah. But then apparently um, Marcus said, that was just my dad. He's He was a little drunk on tequila and he's he's kidding like he was kind of playing i've because i've read that michael is supportive of it okay I'm I, sure. I've read, yeah, yeah so i'm like and i'm also like maybe being filmed maybe it doesn't you know i i mean i don't think the relationship between michael and scotty is great oh, uh, okay. i think that was like a thing i didn't watch last dance but i think that was like a theme of last dance oh, okay. so scotty is very bitter like he feels like he never got the credit he deserved uh for those bulls teams what was scotty's position I, not like i know but like was it like were they both point guards, or was it like uh, Michael Jordan was the shooting guard and Scottie Pippen was the small forward? But Scottie okay. Pippen was more of like he's one of the best defensive players ever, so he did a lot of like the little things that. Uh, and then I mean, Michael Jordan's the greatest player ever. Yeah, you can't be uh, bitter about getting second fiddle to. Yeah, I mean, I mean if you're Scottie Pippen, though, you are. I guess <laughs> wow. Scottie Pippen. And so I think there's a little bit of. Bit. I mean, and how it, could you not? Actually, I mean, how could you not? If you're just like that's always that was always he, part of your career. Yeah, yeah, and he was so vital. Like without those teams, they don't. Without him, they don't like those teams don't win. Defense. Like they needed, they needed Scotty defense. defense. Yeah, d- d- banging on the floor defense. We love it. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, and I, I, a lot of that too is probably that like Michael made. I probably you know not that Scotty did bad for himself, but I mean Michael is an industry, right? And, in a way that Scotty's not. Yeah, he's a celebrity um, too. In a way that Scotty's not. Kind yeah, of, I guess. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just such an interesting dynamic that yeah. like Larsa wound up with Marcus. Or you know, I, I don't know if it's going to last. We'll see what happens as this goes forward. But yeah, because uh, it seems like it's a relative. Well, I guess it's like most of this year they've been together. Yeah. I think it was like December of 22 or January 2023, like this year when they went public, when they went official. So yeah. it's, it's, we're still less than a year with these two. Yeah. I, I was thinking like, is there any precedent to this kind of relationship? Like you were saying with like, if <clears throat> Dave Grohl were to date, like Francis Bean, like that kind of thing. And the only one I could think of was actually in the Real Housewives universe. Mm. And it's with Lisa Vanderpump. Do you remember when Lisa Vanderpump's stepson, like Ken Todd, or, you know, Ken, Ken, oh. Ken Todd's son from another marriage, um, dated Lisa Vanderpump's like best friend and they got married and had a kid together. Wow. And there was no. a 16 year age gap, same difference. Wow. And this woman, she was like a British actress. She was a Bond girl during like the Roger Moore Bond era. And um, they. Who is this? I, I, you know, unfortunately, I didn't write the name. I just, sorry. Okay, it, yeah. It's All right, Lisa, so either way, yeah. Lisa Vanderpump's stepson 
married her best friend. Wow. Um, who was a Bond woman, who was an actress. And then now recently... What did Lisa have to say about she, this? She didn't really like it. There was an episode of, of Housewives where, like, she goes to Europe and they have a kind of, like, very... I mean, she, you know, of course she eventually accepted wow, it. Wow, But, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a good Housewives episode. Yeah, and, wow. Um, but now, I guess, he is leaving her for a woman that he met at the gym who was pregnant. She's 71, and he's leaving her for a younger woman who he got pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe, wow. maybe she's like, get the fuck out. I don't care. I'm 71. Fuck off. You know? That's, who knows? This is wild. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird? It's the same, like, a housewife universe. It's yeah. the only one I could really think of. But And, and then again, it's not woman, a woman dating a younger man. It's, it's It was... Oh, no. God. Yes, it is. What am I talking about? Fucking your stepmom's yeah. best friend. You're fucking marrying. Having and a Marrying and with. having a baby. Having a family with. Yeah. Kind of crazy. How old were they when they got together? I didn't do that All much right, research. Okay, I'm yeah. so sorry. Jesus, this yeah. is wild. <laughs> Justin's stuck on this now. <laughs> yeah, well, this is crazy. Yeah. And they look... It, he looks like her son. Like, I hate to say it. I mean, he looks like her son. They look like they have the same it face. It is really wild. Yeah, they have the same face. He looks like, yeah. He also kind of looks like a young Barry Manilow a little bit. He's got a little Manilow going yeah. on. He's got a little uh, uh, Reed Diamond <laughs> going on. He's a redhead, it looks like. A little, a little strawberry blonde, you know. A little I, strawberry. Yeah, I think he's got a pretty similar hair color to me. Yeah. Um, and she anyway. also is, well, this is crazy. Yeah. Look at these age gap relationships from Housewives. Yeah. And now he just, okay, so here it is. Property Tycoon 52 dumps Bond girl wife for young pregnant blonde woman. That he met at the gym. Dark. That he met at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. But also, when I was like reading about Larsa, I didn't know that she, because she had, um, she became like really good friends with Kim Kardashian. They were kind of besties. And, um, uh, sorry, she was kind of vital, or like Larsa was kind of uh, uh, like integral in in setting Kim and Kanye up. Okay, and actually, uh, Kim had asked Scotty Pippen to set her up with Chris Humphreys, and wow. and Scotty was like, "Hell no," which I'm like, "Thank you, Scotty." He because Chris Humphreys on the Kardashians is. He was the first athlete on television. Wait, who, Kim, oh, Kim asked Larsa to... Kim asked Scott... Yeah, Larsa to ask Scotty to set her up with Chris Humphreys. Oh, and, and he was like, no, he was because, like, no. because of, cause he thinks Chris Humphreys... Or he was just like, no. And he just didn't want to get involved, or he yeah, was just okay. like, hell no. I don't know. That's why Scotty was just like, fuck no. And because Chris Humphreys sucked. I remember watching the Kardashians and just... I think he might be one of your least favorite, like... <sighs> athlete crossovers into I think you he might be at the bottom of the list for you he's just one of the like the first time I was like oh these athletes are stuck at the age where they were told they were the greatest like he is just stuck at he's a teenager he's a teen he acted like a teenager Mm. and he treated her kind of like shit and I just I I didn't like him who who do you think was the better partner Kardashian partner not Kim but just Kardashian sisters partner. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Humphreys or Tristan Thompson? Chris. Fuck Tristan. <laughs> I can't stand Tristan. At least Chris got out of there. And he, like, was Chris like, Chris got out of there, yeah. Tristan right. just makes messes everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. And actually, he was dating... Tristan was dating Larsa before... Wow. Larsa brought Tristan Thompson to a Kardashian party, and that's when Chloe met him. Whoa. So Tristan is a messy, messy man. Wow, yeah, he is. He'll yeah. just... Throw his dick wherever. He hops around. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just thought... And then so... But then Larsa was like, no, don't date Tristan, date Kanye. So she was very... She kind of got the Kanye ball. Like She was pushing for Kanye. And then that kind of like when everything... Pushing Kim. Yeah, to, towards yeah. Kanye. Wow. And then when everything was falling apart between Kanye and Kim, 
that's when things fell apart with Larsa and Kim because um, Larsa was, like, kind of talking openly about how, like, Kanye is very controlling and he's jealous of even my friendship with Kim. And I don't think Kim liked that she was kind of just talking out in the open wow. about, about what's going on. And so I guess they're cool now, but okay. they're not really friends anymore. But Interesting. Just, yeah, really, really... Tumultuous. Yeah, really connected athletes, reality kind of world. God, yeah, you know? the, yeah, this is, yeah, just uber wealthy. It's crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. But, um, so anyway, yeah, kind of fascinating. I love that you're in more, you are way more interested in Marcus and Larsa, or at least you were than I was, but then I, as I like looked into it, I was like, oh, this is actually very interesting. It's yeah. just, yeah, if you're, <laughs> if, if you were a sports fan, you'd be like, whoa, it's like, <laughs> whoa. I, I think, yeah, I think for me, it's very much like if Sean Lennon was with Linda McCarthy or something, yeah. that would be, or McCartney, I'd be like, whoa, what? Strange. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's definitely strange. Yeah. You know? But then you see them and you're like, well, there's nothing in them, the way they act that is like creepy or weird or they, you know. No, they seem real. At least from the uh, podcast. He's 32. He's a man. He's He's grown. Yeah, he's 33. He's like, yeah, he's like going my, he's like my age. He's, you know, he's, he's old enough to make his own decisions. And And also when you grow up rich, he's had a good education, I'm sure. Like he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Like whatever. What am I talking about? Who cares? But, um. Oh, he's a total rich kid, which makes sense. Like just from the pocket, it was like, wow. Oh, really? I think he was saying like he. He felt he just felt like he wishes that his parents had made more like friend connections with him because as he gets older he doesn't have it. But I'm like that's just life, Marcus. <laughs> like you just don't have a lot of friends as you get older. <laughs> like that's just kind of life, dude. Yeah, uh, it, it dwindles down when you. Yeah, yeah, it's not like poor people have more friends. It doesn't. No. It, yeah, yeah, no. It's yeah. So, uh, but but love them together. Yeah. Love Marcus and Larsa, and excited to see where this goes. Yeah, for those two. I'll let you know because I'm 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 in with the new uh, Miami season of Housewives. I'm enjoying it, so I'll let you know anytime they pop up. Give me, I, give I, me I'll, I'll always yeah. Check, <laughs> I will always check in. Yeah. Um, all right. Any final thoughts on that? I'm rooting for them. That's my final thought. I'm I, rooting, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think I'm rooting for them too. That's my <laughs> final thought. And uh, speaking of things we were all rooting for. Oh yeah. The SAG strike has ended. Thank the God. The SAG after acting strike has ended. And we can get on with our shows and get on with our stories again. Yes. Uh, so we, of course, the, the the best way we saw this commemorated was on Instagram. Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. uh, Dan did his Footloose dance. Right, that's what it was. Yes. Footloose. Yes. So he recorded himself doing this Footloose dance the, in the barn, like in his barn. Which in, in oh, the, he does that in the movie too, right? Yeah. Well, the the dance that he did is like the the dance that he learns um, with. Who's Sean's pen brother who died? Chris, Chris Penn? Penn. Wow. He, he, so him and um, because in Footloose he moves to the. Do you ever watch Footloose? I don't think I did. Oh, anyway, I don't think I've ever seen. You would love Footloose. Okay, you would love Footloose. Okay, so he like moves to this town where dancing is outlawed. It's very conservative, and like they all the town like picks on Kevin Bacon because he's this kid from the city who like likes to dance, you know, or whatever. This edgy city dancer. Yeah. yeah. And then so he, um, I forget. I think they're going to have, like, a dance competition or something like that. So him and Chris Penn, like, learn how to dance together. And that's the dance. Like, they're practicing, you know, in the barn. They're practicing near the tractors. It's they're very, just like, really putting in the work yeah. to get this dance down. Yeah. yeah okay. but, but I kind of wish he reenacted his, like, mm-hmm. angsty dance that he does in the barn where he, like, is, like, punching the truck. I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, that that would have been scene. the dance. But I guess yeah. it's more the celebratory, like, this is the He does. So he's doing, like, the footloose. Yeah. yeah, so he's doing that dance. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to touch on, because there's a lot of great comments The on comments it. are really, really, really yeah, it's, the it's com- more about the comments. <laughs> the comments that are scoring this dance, yes. in a way, you know. 
First one I got here, Ethan Hawke writes, this is amazing! Oh with like five exclamation points. Yeah. So Ethan Hawke's there. Rita Wilson, this made my day, Kevin. Oh, That's what Rita says. She's like, I'm off to sing in Australia because they'll have me. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, this is amazing, Kevin. We're gonna, this is like a who's thirstiest. Because mm-hmm. now we got Dax Shepard, of course, getting himself in there. He writes... This doesn't even make any sense. He writes, The Grinch's heart just grew another three times. Four exclamation points, three blue hearts. I guess it's like when the Grinch... No, I know, but this this has nothing to do with Christmas. This right. has nothing to do... It's not even really Christmas time no. yet. We're not even at Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's about Footloose, sir. Yeah, this may... The yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we have Nathan Fillion, who had a lot to say. He says... This was two days ago. So okay. this post was five days ago. Three days later, Nathan Fillion catches wind. And he <laughs> writes, It pleases me to no end that you embrace and provide so joyfully what brings the rest of us such happiness. Who's- thank you for thank you for this and all you do, Mr. Bacon. Wow. Who is this person? Nathan Fillion. He's, he's like not- a character actor. Oh, um, he's, oh, he's funny. He's good. He's yeah. in stuff. Um, Wait. He's in... Um- He's in Slither, like my favorite, my favorite oh, alien movie. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and Firefly. I never watched Firefly. Firefly, that's but, um, the one thing. Yeah, people like Firefly. I like Nathan Fillion. All right. So that's, that's what Nathan Fillion had to three say. Three days late, but that's okay. Three days late, but he got here. Yeah. Um, that's really it. <laughs> as far as, I mean, I'm sure there's some good ones here, but this is just like, you know, the regular people. Kevin Bacon's social media, he's one of the best. I mean, at this point, he's like one of the best celebrities doing social media, you know? Yeah, here's like, here, here's him and uh, Kira. What? Did we pass the now... Beckham test? I, I, I take back what I said. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm going, now it's just a video of Kira Sedwick kind of shaking her ass while she cleans. They're both doing dishes. Now he's... Ew. Oh, no. Ew. No, no. like... Ew. Ew. Oh, God. And now they're, like, they're... slow dancing. Too much of Kira Sedwick's ass in this video. Yeah, and I take it back. Kevin, stop. <laughs> stop on social media. Of course, David Beckham says, oh, you passed with flying colors. So this has something to do with David with the Beckhams, I guess. Whatever. Uh, and Kevin Bacon writes, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, we love Kevin and Kira. Keep it going. Keep giving us content. Uh, <laughs> or don't. Maybe it's good. Maybe, maybe we've seen enough. Maybe. maybe yeah. I, 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 that's like the quickest turn I've ever. I was like, you know, Kevin Bacon. It's just like I just think he's the best, and I just think he's the best celebrity on social media. And then it's just a video of his wife shaking her ass and him about to fuck her, and I'm like, ah, no, that's good. <laughs> take, it, take it away. Take the gram away. Take the gram away. God, what is the Beckham test? Is that just what? Posh and David did. Well, he, has he has that documentary out, now, right? so I'm sure yeah. they're promoting it in annoying ways, like dancing in the kitchen, and, yeah. and everybody's just like, "Well, he cheated on her a while ago," and that's pretty much all everyone's talk about now. So, anyway. <laughs> was he a nanny, uh, nanny fucker? Or no? I believe it was a nanny. You yeah, it was a nanny. <laughs> I believe it, he was a nanny fucker, or just someone who like worked for them. But um, yeah, yeah. okay, like an assistant or something like and that. And that's like wow. all the press I've seen about that documentary is is them kind of scooting over the affair, and then the woman who actually he had the affair with, I think. Has has spoken out and just like no we had an affair like why are you gonna I don't know. why are we pretending that there was no affair here? <sighs> i guess i don't know i don't know I, right. i'm not that interested in soccer so i'm not no you're not, not that interested in that. yeah you know so good for everyone involved yeah good for everyone involved there uh so we, we got to thinking yeah uh you know what movie moments would we like to see reenacted on social media to celebrate to celebrate the end of the sex yes um do you want to go first or do you want me to go first 
Uh, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do... I came up with three. I came up with three, too. All right, so we have three each. Do so you let's just to... go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. Yeah. All right, so my first one. I'll yes. go first. I'll, go I'll, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would love to see Brian Cranston <laughs> uh, reenact from Godzilla 2014 uh, when he is uh, arrested by Japanese authorities. And he's being uh, interrogated. Okay. And he's sitting there, and he go, and this is now. So his his son, he's been separated from his son. This is years after his wife has died. Setting up the scene here, and he's getting interrogated by two Japanese authorities. And he goes, "This guy, this guy knows. <laughs> he knows where my he knows where my son is." <laughs> then he goes. Musku Akadokasa. Like says like a Japanese. Musku Adokada. Yeah, Musku Adokada. Then he goes, My wife died here. Something killed my wife. And I have a right to know. So I would love to see that scene reenacted on social media with Brian Cranston uh, and, and maybe... and. His son. You just did it. That was a really good Cranston. So, so that's my first pick. Yeah. yeah. Epic. Thank um, you. All right. That was very good. I, of course, went with um, Sylvester Stallone and Carl Weathers reenacting wow. their wet. <laughs> <laughs> reenact their wet and wild male hug jump from Rocky 3. Was it 3 or 2? Uh, or 4? I, I think it, it's one of those. Yeah. It's either 2, 3, or 4. Well, it's if it's in 3, they also they do a flashback to it in 4 because we watched like a little bit of 4 the other day it was on TV. <laughs> and yeah, it's just crazy. They're in um they're in the ocean embracing in wet bathing suits and they're just celebrating their male friendship and they might have sex and it's fascinating yeah it really <laughs> they really go for it a lot yeah. of uh tiny shorts and wet skin on skin just slamming cocks <laughs> against each other in the ocean here's, here's a still from it they're just in their in their tank tops oh and tiny shorts sweating on the beach it's and everything. Then they go back to oh. joyfully embrace in just, the ocean. Just <laughs> opening up those giant muscly arms and embracing each other. I mean, this, as men do. Yeah, so this is from Rocky 3. It's like okay. Rocky 3 is gayer than Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. I mean, this might be the gayest movie in, in a positive way. I'm mm-hmm. not saying anything derogatory here. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I mean, look at these men oh in, in the water, flexing their muscles and touching each other's shoulders. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> It's really wild. It's very, um, God, Fire Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 70s Fire Island. It's giving 70s Fire Island. It is giving 70s Fire Island. Yeah. Here they are again, celebrata- celebrating with their wow. fists in the air and arms wrapped around. Carl's got his arm around Sylvester's waist, and Sylvester's got his arm around Carl's neck. And their legs are kind of locking, too. Their, their legs are touching. Side scissoring going <laughs> on. Both soaking wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really... Aren't we all? No, just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's a great pick. Would love to see them as old men Nothing now. Nothing would say the strike is over like those two getting back in the ocean and banging cocks against each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And we would all celebrate that yeah. scene uh, together. So that's a great pick. Thank you. Yeah, that's my number one. My, my second pick, mm-hmm. and I, this is a little more of, a, of an image rehabilitation pick here. Okay. So it's Justin Timberlake oh. reenacting from the social network the scene where we get to meet Sean Parker. Oh, okay. Which is where, so he's laying in bed. He, he had just hooked up with a girl from Stanford, and he's in her dorm room. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, so so he's laying there, and, and I say we get Jessica Beale to play the college booty short girl. So, so she could yes. be in it, too. Yes. 
and 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 it's a rehabilitation for both of them. We would we would love to see it all. We would, yeah. Uh, he gets through the he gets it's a whole thing where she's like, "Do you even know my? You don't even know my name." And then he does like, "You're Amy so and so. You're you played the trombone." Blah, blah blah. Like does this whole thing. So we get to see that. It's a good move for JT. He's going through it right now, and I think this would get hey like hey let's remember when he always had a great performance in Social Network. Justin loves the Social Network. I do love the Social Network. It's great. <laughs> uh, and Justin Timberlake was great. In is it. that where he goes like Mark? Or That's is that... Andrew Garfield. Okay, that was one okay. I was debating between that scene okay. from Social Network or this, and I think JT. Yeah. We do that. I mean JT is another good one where uh, Andrew Garfield, him and Andrew Garfield, if we wanted to do that, mm. uh, Andrew Garfield <laughs> shows up and he's like. Andrew Garfield's like, I've read about you. And then Justin Timberlake as Sean Parker goes, you know what I've read about you? Nothing. Oh, yeah. Just like a mouth, like, nothing. Yeah, like, he was good in social network. He was great. He just, yeah, yeah he, was, he was very good. So that's my pick. Nice. Let's get Justin. And we get a cameo from Jessica Biel and her, and her ass in the, in the Instagram. Everyone loves it. I love her ass. Um, Who doesn't? Speaking of ass, my second pick was let's have Lindsay Lohan do an encore performance of her strip tease. From the opening wow. sequence of I Know Who Killed Me. This is before she loses her leg in the film. Ooh. So it's good. Yeah, it's all right. Good. Yeah. This is good. That yeah. would be, a, I think that's another like plus for Lindsay. Yeah, she's a new mom. Let's show off. Maybe she had a mommy makeover. And moms are sexy. Celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Moms are sexy. Yeah. We get that going. And uh, let's all remember how crazy I Know Who Killed Me is. Because if you haven't watched that movie, do I don't think I've ever seen this. We should watch it. It's yeah. wild. She, yeah, she plays a stripper and then she also plays like another, like, she kind of is, she's, un, I think she like doesn't know that she's twins with this person who died. Okay. She plays two two characters and it's it's pretty great. Is this like post Mean Girls kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. This okay. is like maybe on the, like right after like the peak of her kind of wild behavior. Like it's like she's starting to, okay. she's starting to slip away toward Dubai and she made this movie, you know, where she yeah. kind of escaped. She, away Dubai. She, escaped, she escaped the paparazzi and went to Dubai and uh, well, also to work on boats and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, anyway. I, I'm sure she's made a lot of money. And she found a husband and a wife, you know, she's a new woman. So I would love, let's do an encore performance of her striptease before she loses her leg in the film. It's good. It's that good. would be great. It would, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, it's a little Britney. Uh, yeah. You know, it could be, it's like a little tie in with Britney right now. Yeah. That would but be a good remember move. Lindsay Lohan, she was a sex symbol. She does have a lot to offer. Let's bring her back. Let's bring her back. Yeah. Let's, let's get Lindsay and the girls back out there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And celebrate Lindsay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the strike ending, of course. And the strike. Oh, yeah. In the name of the SAG. In the name, in the name of, of the SAG unions. Strike. This need, is about unions and labor. It's about unions and labor. It's labor. And we've all been missing our shows and now they're coming back. Here so, we go. So we're excited about it. Yeah. My third pick, my third and final pick, mm-hmm. uh, from the from the movie The Replacements, my favorite movie, football movie. Uh, of course, we need to get Keanu reenacting his speech he gives to his team in the final huddle where they're trying to win the last game of the season and make the playoffs. And he says, I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. I wish I could say something classy and inspirational. But that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. I forgot about chicks dig scars. And then they break the huddle and they win the game. Yeah, awesome. And so that's we need to get that. Keanu, everyone, he's beloved. We would all we would all love it. The Placements is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, and and let's see it on Instagram. 
I think the best. I still every time Keanu comes up, our friend. I, I don't know if I'm like stealing Joe DeSantis. Our friend, he's a comedian. And Giving credit, full credit to Joe. Joe, here. the best, and he has a story about working at a. He worked at the Met, and he saw Keanu Reeves. <laughs> And people were asking Keanu to take a picture, and, and Joe's imitation of Keanu Reeves just being like, "Okay, yeah, let's take the picture." I guess he has like, "Let's take the picture." Like, <laughs> like he was really upset, but like knows he has to do. Like, oh, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, so it's so. so good. Yeah, Keanu. So Keanu, get on, uh, you know, get on Instagram and redo that scene from the replacements. Chick six scars. And it's like we're breaking the huddle and getting back to filming. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Right, we're celebrating labor, and I think another. Another great way to celebrate labor and unions is uh, to reenact the scene with Goop founder and CEO Gwyneth Paltrow. Wow. Have her recreate her Faith Hill like uh, her Faith Hill like uh, country singer character Kelly Cantor in the movie Country Strong, where she plays um, an alcoholic, uh, drug uh, drug addicted um, country singer like Faith Hill. And um, she uh, one at one point during the movie she has like an alcoholic freakout and backstage and she's just like breaking bottles and she. <laughs> She has a complete freak out. So I think that would be cool. That would be cool really, to see. Really, really would bring everyone together to just watch her. That would be great. She's got the money. She can wreck her kitchen and, wreck and, and hire someone to clean it up and yeah. buy all new stuff. I'm that, sure yeah. Tim McGraw would fly out because he played her manager <laughs> yeah, in good. the movie. He played her manager um, husband in the movie. Wow. And then she has an affair with um, this actor. He's he's the guy who had, an, had a baby with Emma, Emma Roberts. I don't know his name. Garrett Hedlund or something like that. Oh, okay. um, but he, he's like the younger country singer. Mm. And um, it, it's, a, it's a crazy movie. Wow. And Gwyneth Paltrow's performance is kind of fascinating. I've never seen her play like kind of a reckless. Like she always plays like the together girl. Yeah. I think. Or like moody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, moody maybe. But yeah. this is where she's like completely out of control and singing country songs like Faith Hill it's crazy I need to watch this movie yeah and the song that she sings is like country strong it's like it's basically like Connie Britton with a a, in Nashville with a substance abuse problem that's pretty good so I think that would really be a great way to celebrate celebrate labor and unions Queen Um, of Hollywood our cat's having a dream I thought he was having a seizure for a second so I was dreaming he's dreaming yeah Yeah. uh, about food Um, friskies anyway um, actually, he loves Country Strong, so he piped up. He, yeah, he knew what like, I was talking about. Yeah, he he's, like, he's all about it. Yeah, he's like, the song's great. Don't make fun of her singing. It's, fun, it's funny you bring up Gwyneth, because right before we started this, I saw a headline, okay. um, and she says that her her new husband, Brad Falchuk, mm-hmm. is, is just like her dad. And her quote was, she finally picked her dad. Ew. Which is the gross, really gross. What? Why? Yeah, well, she's a maniac. It's crazy that she's like, I've retired from acting, but I will not retire from getting attention. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, it's just so weird to me. Like, what are you doing? Anyway, um, what are you pulling up there? What are you putting up to get out of here? Oh, Footloose. Yeah. I mean, right? Should we just, right? Is that, uh... Do they have Country Strong? Let's see, Country Strong. The, the one with Falcho? Sorry. Um, you no, know, we this they absolutely do. Yeah. Well, here's, so here's Gwyneth herself. Is Tim McGraw on this one too? No, it's just Gwyneth. Okay. Maybe he is, but she's she's own credited. Wow. Anyway. Wow. Okay. It's a terrible movie. Is this actually Gwyneth? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Our cat is mumbling in his sleep while Gwyneth Paltrow sings like Faith Hill. <laughs> I mean, she's not bad. I mean, she's but not as bad as I thought she was going to be. Just wait. 
All right. Yeah. She's better than Connie Britton. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, maybe maybe because I'm only getting the audio and not the visual. Yeah, the visuals is is Connie Britton. They're they're equal performance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so I'm I, like, well, she's actually putting something into this. Well, it's also pretty. Yeah. And it's very yeah, it's probably more produced than anything on Nashville was. She's, she's, country strong I mean, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so there's country strong this I mean, is entertainment yeah oh sorry I'm just like if I was Miranda Lambert who like or like a country singer who can like actually sing I'd be like fuck off with this oh, yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. why do they always cast women who can't sing in these roles there's actually very good country anyway whatever no one cares no it's good that's okay. a good point anyway and it's right. a question we're going to be asking ourselves for the rest of our lives yes on entertainment entertainment an entertaining conversation about entertainment with comedians Justin Engelmeyer and Caitlin McKay I'm Caitlin McKay I'm just an Angermeyer. This is going to Paltrow. <laughs>